the road to WrestleMania starts here. January 26th, it will be Travis Walker Anderson defending the Max Wrestling World Championship against the guy he attacked from behind the promo slam and tried to pin it on me. The guy who's now seen the light and has now joined forces with his blood once again, the Phoenix. I'm on the side I've always been on, and that's mine. Wrestling. I'm the new MVP. And now, Max Wrestling presents Podcast Promo Rumble 8. Hey, Cord Cavalli. This is your chief team speaking, along with El Jefe Moses Marquez and DC Daniel Crimmins. Welcome. To podcast promo rumble eight welcome to valhalla coming up tonight royal rumble predictions daniel crimmins challenges cypher for the max wrestling television title yours truly goes one-on-one with kenny killer for the max wrestling knowledge championship for the first time ever and then of course my man travis defends the world <clears throat> title against that bastard the phoenix and you just got a little bit of scandinavian at the start there right. plus the group MVP will be announced, like we didn't already know, and everything else from this past week in wrestling. But before we begin, remember to like and subscribe to us at youtube.com slash maxwrestling. If you're watching on YouTube, it literally takes one second to click the red button. boy, hit the button. And coming at you now with Kicking It With The TSK 2. That's right, goddammit. Whole lot of shit coming out with that one. And, of course, follow us on social media at UK. The website is maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. So uh, let's jump straight in to championship action with wrestling trivia. The television championship is on the line in three stages of knowledge. For the first round, DC chose five or die. You have one minute to answer five questions. Any question that is passed can be asked again if there is time remaining. For the second round, Cypher chose the finisher. Where literally all you have to do is tell me who the finisher belongs to. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't know that kind of thought. I wouldn't. And finally, oh, if the third time. round is necessary, it will be bell to bell. That's my favorite one. I'm not gonna it's, lie. it's the classic <laughs> bell to bell. It's a classic for sure. Sure. <laughs> all right, so let's kick it off with five or die for DC. <clears throat> you have one minute to answer five questions. Let's do it. Is Cypher gonna? Hold on to that gold in his second defense, or is DC taking home a strap? Ooh, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's do this. 
Uh, one minute begins after the first question is asked. And it is. Who defeated Kurt Angle at Judgment Day 2002 and shaved his head? Edge. Yes. Who did The Undertaker defeat to win his first WWE championship? Hulk Hogan. Yes. In what year did Matt and Jeff Hardy face off in the final deletion match? That would be 2014. 2016. Uh, not against Razor Ramon. The actual first ladder match in WWE was Shawn Michaels versus who? Bret Hart. Yes. In what year did Ric Flair win the WWE Championship in the Royal Rumble match? 1992. Yes. And 25 seconds left on the clock. Four out of five. Sing Solid stuff. God damn. Corey Cypher Coulter. Are you ready for your uh, second TV championship title defense? I'm born ready, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Uh, you nervous about DC or you think you got this one in the bag? I'm not going to say that I'm nervous, but I'm not being overconfident either because DC has one of the most incredible minds when it comes to wrestling knowledge. But today, it ain't about him. It's about me. And I'm going to do my best to retain the TV title. One thing you got correct there is that Max Wrestling is full of incredibly knowledgeable people. Everybody here here that participates in the trivia is just phenomenal. So every match is a hard match, but we all we can do is our best, right? Exactly. All right, let's start this out by bringing this uh, TV title back home to the MDO with three stages of knowledge. We're going to start off with five or die. You will have one minute to answer five questions. Anything past can be asked again if there is time left. Like I said, you will have one minute on, a, on the clock. I will start that as soon as uh, I finish the first question. Okay? All right. All right. Here we go. Which team won the won both of the first two TLC matches in WWE. The Hardy Boys. What is Charlotte Flair's real first name? Ashley. Who is the only Irish-born WWE champion? Seamus. How many times has Trish... Stratus been WWE Women's Champion? Three. Pete Rose was attacked by which superstar at three consecutive WrestleManias? Pass. Uh, that was your last one, so you have 15 seconds to answer. Pete Rose was attacked by which superstar at Three consecutive WrestleManias. Uh, and time. And you got an answer? Um, I'm going to say uh, Steve Austin. All right. 
Well, was... unfortunately, unfortunately, you got that wrong. You also got uh, Trish Stratus uh, with the championship uh, wrong. We'll start with Pete Rose. Uh, it was Kane. Kane attacked Pete Rose at three consecutive WrestleManias. Uh, Trish Stratus has been WWE Women's Champion seven times, not three. And the first team to win two TLC matches in WWE was Edge and Christian. You got Sheamus right, and you got Charlotte Flair's real name right. So, could have been better, but you did all right. All right, round two is the finisher. You have 20 seconds to answer who the finisher belongs to. Let me get those 20 seconds on the clock. I don't think we're going to need them, though. This is easy money. All right, the finisher is the final finesse. Who does it belong to? The fuck? The final finesse? EC3? Alright, stop the clock, or do you want to keep going? Eight seconds? Let's let's start the clock. Alright. It's not EC3. It is the ultimate finesser, Chris Bay. Oh, (laughs) yeah, I totally got the tagline. The ultimate finesse is your lady's favorite wrestler. Yeah. That's my man. All right. So we're going to move on to uh, the finisher. With the finisher, you will have 20 seconds to answer or who the this finisher belongs to. All right? All right. All right. Your uh, finisher is Powerbomb Symphony. Warlow. Hey, there you go. Good job. That is correct. So the score is three, four, two, four, three to DC. Oh, here we go. Okay, so it comes to the final round. There was one point in it. Bell to bell. You have 20 seconds to tell me which match lasted the longest. You have two edge matches. And the first match is Edge versus John Cena. In a TLC match at Unforgiven 2006. And Edge versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 24. Which one lasted the longest? Oh, hell no. I'm going to say the John Cena match. All right, Cena at Unforgiven. Um, I can say that there is less than 30 second difference between these two Ooh. matches. Fuck you. Fuck you. Is it? Yeah. So, uh, Edge versus Cena was 25 minutes, 28 seconds. Sorry, a minute and 30 seconds. And Edge versus Undertaker was 24 minutes, 3 seconds. That is absolutely right. Oh, there it is, boy. Now, you have... uh... Round three, which is bell to bell. Once again, you have 20 seconds to answer which match lasted the longest. Basically, you got two Daniel Bryan matches. Right. 
Your first match is Daniel Bryan versus John Cena at SummerSlam uh, 2013. Or was Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at WrestleMania 30 the longest? Go. Daniel you got Bryan. 20 seconds. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. All right. You're going with Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at WrestleMania 30. Hey, I'll go ahead and give you the time on Daniel Bryan versus John Cena at SummerSlam 2013. All right. Hey, with Cena, it was 26 minutes and 55 seconds. Okay. That's a fairly long match, I'd say, especially for uh, Cena. Exactly. <laughs> However, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at WrestleMania 30 was 30 minutes and 58 seconds. You got it correct, sir. Um, it didn't really matter if Cypher got that one right because there was still one point uh, advantage to DC, which means after getting that correctly... Your new Max Wrestling Television Champion is DC Daniel Crimmins. I'm jumping for joy on the inside, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't even need to cash in his iron bank on it. As I said, as I said last week, it was not a prediction. It was a spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, the only oh, I hate to cut you off. The only guy he wrestled twice at Mania was Kane. That's it. And Sean. And Trips. So yeah, no, <clears throat> so no what do we say? Randy? No Randy. No Edge, no no taker. He's got the one time against Edge. Yeah. Yeah. One once against Still anybody gonna, else. Oh yeah, that was so, the first one. I, I feel now the it, it's happened. I would be remiss if I didn't, you know. <laughs> Didn't do it. Hey, Had hey, it's it. magic. Hey, it's Wait a magic. minute. No, it's Twin magic. Twin magic. Well, damn. Hey, Came mine's from... got lights, motherfucker. How about that? <laughs> Don't get you some of that. Okay, Jericho. Um, well, as we have heard previously, I guess this now means DC versus Demon S now becomes for the television championship at Promo Mania. Ooh, come on with it. In the main event. In the main event, mind you. Damn. Putting that TV title on the map. Yeah, I started that, by the way. Yeah. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Road to WrestleMania is about to begin, but first, we predict this year's Royal Rumble. All right, then. Uh, we have three matches plus... The two rumble matches. So let's kick it off with. We got actual matches in this bitch. We got actual matches. We got a women's title match. We got the world title, and we got the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Don't match. forget that part. The Mountain Dew. I have, you know, I feel I, like I, such a fucking high schooler. Mountain Dew. Just, just call it like the Pitch Black match. No, like, Mountain Dew. We're sponsoring this shit. They probably wanted to call it the Pitch Black. Match Mountain Dew probably just said, uh uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. We're sponsoring the shit. Well, no, they they say, motherfucker, we own a soda with that name, so no. That's what let's, they said. And apparently it goes very nice with whiskey. Hey, oh, really? you gotta get the regular Mountain Dew. Well, oh, the regular Mountain Dew. Fact, Mountain A little bit of trivia Mountain Dew originally was invented as a 
additive for whiskey. Mm-hmm. I have sampled it, but it was a while ago, so I forget how good it was. But it was good. Delicious. <laughs> you got to have the right whiskey, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be Jameson. I was going to say it didn't work with anything but Jameson. <laughs> Um, how, well, obviously they couldn't go with lights out match, but um, I'm I'm assuming that's what it is. I hope it's not a match literally in the fucking dark because that's uh, EC3 territory. That's, that sounds like some serious Bray Wyatt shit, though. Yeah. The only that I can think that it would be is kind of like a street. Remember the Hell in a Cell match with the red lights? Yeah, unfortunately. Similar to that. Why? why? Maybe it's like a last man standing kind of thing. Like, I was having a good day. Guys, here's my question. Do they <laughs> even fucking know what it is? Uh, so Michael Cole they, stated no. the match would be anything goes and ends via pinfall or submission, but nothing else was known. The fuck? So it, um, it, it's like a fall from anywhere, basically. So what you're telling me is Vince is back in creative. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a street fight with dimmed lights. Um, That's and, what I'm it's promoted by Mountain Dew because they're promoting the return of the pitch black flavor. Mountain Dew. Which was ass, by the way. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Well, I hope the match isn't ass. Um Are we gonna get what are we gonna get next? The Baja Blast Battle Royal? <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Hey, Baja Blast actually is pretty damn good. That's what I'm saying. At least you know I'm I'm, I'm, I'm helping them out there. Helping them out. Uh Mr. McIntyre, if you want an Iron Brew street fight, go for it. Iron Brew. So, but you gotta have the you have to have the crazy Scotsman as the referee. Damn, you do. Late lots. That guy's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, obviously we had the little passing the torch moment on Raw is Dirty Thirty with Taker and Bray. Um, yeah, I mean, no, he whispered to him, "I parked in your spot." Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what he whispered. I heard they got Chick Fil A in the back. I, I, the the meme the memes from that have been absolutely great. They have. I've been I, making like two or three of them. I like to think he whispered every fucking chicken. <laughs> you know, think I'll have two chickens. I'm about to say the funniest part about that is probably Taker was like he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna make him break I'm gonna make him break so he probably told him yeah. a fucking dumb joke on the way out and Bray's like <laughs> just just look scared just look scared. He pulled a Sammy Uso. <laughs> That's yeah, like a great comparison. I would love it if Taker actually whispered he wasn't very oozy. He was. <laughs> and Bray's just trying not to crack. Yeah, right. you'd see tears down his face. He'd from nope, he'd break. <clears throat> uh, hopefully, that was a finally the payoff. That, that I just I just ripped one right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, finally the payoff to this storyline that feels like it's been going on forever since Bray returned. Um, I gotta go with Bray for the win. Even though I, I think LA Knight has looked really good in this feud. Oh yeah. Like the the nice thing about this is like I mean we all know how good LA Knight is. We all know. But it, it shows the WWE fans what he can do on the microphone. Yeah. That's all and, I ever thought he did any good with. Well, I mean you say he's like a mix of rock and Austin. He is. Look and look at the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah he's a piece i mean don't, i'm not saying i didn't like it i'm just saying he's just he is he is literally that like that kid that grew up saying i'm watching me be the rock and stone cold you can't do that 
Ta-da. And here we go. Uh, but somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this Bray's, like, first match back? Yeah. Televised, so yes. So then why in the ass oh, yeah, would shows. fucking dumb shit LA Knight win? Like, there is no legitimate reason for this nerd to even win. The only way... <clears throat> Unless Bray pins okay, himself if, on accident because it's in the middle of the dark. You know what I mean? Or, you know, if we get uh, Uncle Bo. I mean, I mean Uncle Howdy. Uncle Bo Howdy? Howdy. You know, That's I, I got it right there. I oh, have wow. to think that uh, they're going to finally reveal who that is. Uh, I would hope so. But at the same time, I like how we, we're still not 100% sure who it is. Like we're, yeah. we're we're very certain we know who it is, but we don't know for sure. It hasn't been revealed, and I like keep we keep seeing different sized Uncle Howdies in random places. Plus, I really like the silhouette. I don't think it would work if we knew who it was. No, you know, you. the the first one he was kind of like a kind of like a bigger guy, like like my yeah. size. Big old fella. But I mean, like, I, 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 Bo Bo wasn't really a small guy. No. He was just yeah. short. Yeah. Short and stubby. I mean, and there's you know the rumors that Vincent uh, from Ring of Honor is is signed. You know, maybe <clears throat> maybe it's him at one point. First off, as a man with a beard, you cannot convince me to cut that magnificent beard he had because that's what would have to have been had. Yeah, he'd have to chop that, that beard. Where, that's where the money is. Yeah, look beard. at Elias. They must the only they probably pay that motherfucker a hundred grand to cut that shit. Whatever happened to that Ezekiel fellow? Whatever happened to him? I think he went out to pasture. Career ending. Career ending. Out to pasture. I like that one. I like that one a lot. But see, but to 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 run off what you said, DC. Um, I can totally see like Uncle Howdy being revealed, but why not help Bray? You know what yeah, I mean? That's like, I mean. that's that, I. I would rather that than like, cause but but my immediate thought process is like when you see like, oh, let him show up. Is he's been a distraction? So that means LA Knight would win. And I'm like, no, fuck that. That just that's a no. So it's, it's got to be it's got to be Bray. Uh, sure, give me Uncle Howdy right now, because I mean, why the fuck else not? I mean, I mean, and there's also the rumor that you know we're gonna see the actual Wyatt Six stable come out, like. Or I guess Wyatt Family 2.0, or actually, I guess this would be 3.0. I was gonna say 3.0. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what if it's six Uncle Howdies? Why? And don't forget, we got we got to have Aunt Howdy out there. <laughs> Is Bobby Lashley's sister doing anything? <laughs> All three of them. Bring them out. <laughs> Wasn't one of them? What's his name in NXT? Um. Shit. Who was it? Was it Carmelo Hayes? Was he? Was he? I one think of them? he was. Don't yeah. tell me that. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, if he is, that's fucking. That's literally the greatest thing ever. You go from being one of Bobby Lashley's sisters to North American champion. Right. Um. Oh no! Wait! 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 I knew one no. of them was in fucking AEW. <laughs> uh, no, which one was it? I'm sure one of them is an AEW. This is hilarious. Come on. I'm I'm literally looking at the list now. I'm sure. True identity revealed. Do, 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 do
You're not going to give me the answer? Fuck no. Okay, well, Jessica was played by Victor Andrews. An uh, indie wrestler. Wait, no, I think it was Max Caster. That's it. I knew one of them was an AEW. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, there he is. I can see him. <laughs> you got to put a picture. And up. and once you see it, it cannot be unseen. Exactly. So, like, like as we're talking about this, just right across the screen. Do it. Uh, so, uh, is that a full house for Bray? Yeah. yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, uh, Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Well, darker Alexa Bliss, as we've been seeing the past few weeks. Darker Alexa Bliss. Boom. Uncle Howdy comes back. Uncle Howdy helps out fucking Brave. And Alexa Bliss. Come on with it, Jack. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said last week I wouldn't be mad if Alexa won. There we go. Bianca's had a good run. She's had a super long run. She's always had good runs. She's good. And and I don't want to say, but she but now is a good enough time to get rid of it where she doesn't get stale like Roman did. Is mm-hmm. yeah. is. You know, I, I'll say it like I I think Bianca is this generation's Trish Stratus. Hmm. I mean, I said a, a couple of months ago, um, Mandy Rose was. In that conversation, I would rather go with now. that one. I would go with that one. If I could put Bianca somewhere higher, then yeah, I would go with that move. Uh, who would be better than who is better than her? She's Molly Holly. Hey, except Molly Holly knew how to. I can't have a real good comparison, but it can't be Trish because she was obviously better than Trish. Mandy fits like that Trish perfectly. She was literally the model, then got really good, and then took over her whole name, Biggity Bam Boom. Bianca's been a motherfucking athlete from the jump. Well, I, I don't mean like the model. I mean like that impact, like that kind of like. Yeah, she exactly. Her impact was bigger, bigger. Like she didn't, she didn't have a presence and then had an impact. She had a fucking impact from the jump. Bianca did from from the set. No, that's actually you no, know, that's not true. From the second she grabbed a mic in NXT, that's when she got all of her attention. All of her attention. You know, actually, I would say. Bianca's like the leader of this generation. There you go. I like that one. That's a lot better. That's a lot better. I wanted to say Jacqueline, but that's just not. I mean, that generation didn't really have like athletic. That's the hard thing. It had your, you know, like you said, models turned wrestlers like Trish. Um, Then you had Lita who did a little bit in the Indies and then went straight to WWE. Good stuff. And then, of course, we had more models like Tori and Stacy and Sable. Bella Twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bella. Oh, God. Can they get oh. any more freaking attention for not being included no, on Raw? Stop it. No, because no, you bring that up. Of course, you bring that up. My wife's like, why weren't they on Raw? I don't know. I don't care. Why do you care? We don't book the show. That's exactly what I said. I don't book the show. Do I look like the old decrepit man? No. Do I look like Uncle Paul? No, ma'am. And I love how the dirt sheets were reporting. Uh, Nikki posted a video to explain why she wasn't included on Raw. I don't care. 
I don't give a shit. I'm just glad she wasn't. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. It, it was bad enough having them plug her freaking wedding like twice, three times. They did what? Uh, yeah, so obviously she's a reality star now, so her wedding's getting broadcast as like a reality special, and Raw, they plugged it a couple of times on Raw. Hold on, uh, wait it's wait, Nikki wait, Bella wait. says I do. Okay, I was gonna talk what? some shit. I was gonna say like, what do you mean she's got she's a reality star? She doesn't have her own show. Yeah, they do. Never mind. Yeah. Which unfortunately you know, I, is why I, I, they keep I, being relevant. I I kind of wish she had married Cena because then that way we wouldn't see we couldn't see her. <laughs> Um, so I'm just gonna go. I smell a title change. I'm going Alexa Bliss. I and you can't argue it. I mean, I can't say you can't argue against it. I just don't see a real argument against it. And and it's just it's. I don't know. You know me. You know my style. You go with the hot hand. You got to go with what's a momentum pusher. And and if. And if again, if a, if an Uncle Howdy situation goes down for Bray, there's got to be assistance for Alexa too because it's obvious she's going that way. So you might as well keep it going. You you debut, you know, on Monday the Wyatt Six. There you go, and you know, faction baby. Factions. And I know obviously WrestleMania is coming, but Bianca's not feuding with anybody else. I think whoever mm-hmm. wins the Women's Rumble is going to be on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Gonna be, we already know what's gonna be. Well, then again, I haven't thought. I've already, I've already booked it. It's, it's (laughs) booked it, Dano. And Bianca's had like the, arguably the best match at WrestleMania two years running, so she can easily just have a a rematch with Alexa. Yeah, take it, take. Um, we should have done this one. We should always do Roman matches first just to get them out of the way. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the undisputed Universal title. I okay, like... hold. Hear me out. No, no, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. Okay, really quickly, I like a little fantasy booking that I've seen that maybe Kevin Owens wrote Sami Zayn's name on the contract, which yep. would be awesome. Yep. Yep. And yep, that's literally what I was going to go with. Literally all that. Because I'm like, now is the time. But see, I looked at it a little differently. I know the, the contract thing was a thing. But I was like, what if, what if, because I was like, I, I was like, I don't like, I, not that I didn't like it, but I want Roman to assert himself like that. You know what I mean? Like, say like, well, I lost due to Shikaner, you go get my belt. And then you make it a whole storyline about now he's got to be the guy to go get the title back for Roman. He's got to do it for the bloodline. It's not for him, not for him winning. It's not about him winning. Can you do it for the bloodline? And then that turns into a whole giant story. And of course, you're telling you're gonna tell me we're gonna get a bad story from Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I don't think so. I don't think so. So I just I don't know. I'm fucking in love. I saw that on Facebook and I've been in love with the idea ever since. Just you know, because what, Roman's what, so stale. Go ahead, DC. Here's what you could do. You have Kevin Owens win the match. You know, due to some some buckery, as we like to call it. There you go. Then, you know, Roman gets pissed, obviously. Enters the Rumble. Just Ooh, Brock style. And just, like, whoever's number 30, like, let's... Who's somebody inconsequential? Um, give me somebody. Oh, they, give me, like, a give fucking return. Like, uh, oh, fucking have Fox. fucking Sean Waltman come back as a return. Have <laughs> sick uh, Xbox come out. 
Just get okay. back uh, DX is all old and retired. I, I'm going to exactly. go with Riddick Moss. Okay. okay. We'll use him. We'll use him. So say Riddick Damn Moss it. is number 30. Six flying. You know, as he's coming out on the stage, he turns around, Superman punch, Roman comes out, clears the ring, and, you know, he's the last one standing, and they just look like, oh, 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 okay, what do we do? And then the, just the bell rings, Roman steals the win, and then Elimination Chamber, we have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens for the for one of the titles, universe, the whole, whole shebang, maybe, I don't know. And then WrestleMania main event is Sami Zayn versus Kevin versus um, Roman. Sammy wins with with the Usos' help. Oh, okay. Swerve he did. Swerve he did. And we were really thinking outside the box because you know we, we already kind of got that hint with Jay. You know, we got the hint with, from Jay. You know, this past Raw where he's, you know, it kind of seems like the Usos aren't on the same page. Oh man, Jay Jay making that save on Raw was just special. You're that me. was the second of the. That was like the whole segment of the night for me. Like that was yeah. really fun. Out of all the people, people to save Sammy's skin, Jay Uso. God damn! I am officially stuck on 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 Roman losing and entering the Rumble now. Oh uh, god! I don't, I don't know what it means if it means anything, but we do know Sami Zayn is on the poster for Elimination Chamber, and it's in Canada. Montreal, oh, Canadian. Sorry, could help myself. Uh, whether that means he's against Kevin Owens again, or whether it means he's in the chamber match. Um, well, the for the chamber match is that it's going to be the IC title. Oh, oh. Kinda, I mean, we like elevating the mid card titles, but that kind of feels like a devalue to chamber a little bit. Yeah, I was just going to say. I was like, you're. you're kinda it has gonna happened miss, once you're before. Miss. It happened once before. You got me lost like a puppy, huh? So the IC title has only been defended once in the Elimination Chamber. It was after Daniel Bryan had vacated due to injury. And oh. that match was won by Ryback. Say it. <laughs> or should I say Ryan Reeves? <clears throat> Stop it. And just for that, he's probably going to block me on Twitter. He blocked me already. <laughs> Is anybody not blocked? He didn't block me on TikTok, though, dumbass. Wow. You're not? Lucky you. I guess lucky you. Is that really something to be lucky about? It just means uh, I need to step my game up. Yeah, I heard that one. See, I like all these ideas, but usually when we have all these ideas, WWE keep it simple. No, um, no, 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 no. They don't keep it simple. They just tell you, fuck you. I right? tell you. <laughs> and That's you know what? Baseball. Vince booking though. I refuse. Oh, God, yes. I refuse to believe Uncle Dave that The Rock's not going to be there or The Rock's not going to make it to Mania. Yeah, don't give me this shit. This match has been fantasized for like three years. If The Rock wasn't going to make it to Mania, we would have known it long before now. Okay, well, ha- did you have you seen this XFL commercial yet? Yeah. You're telling me that the... motherfucker's not in shape. Thank you. <laughs> Look at <laughs> him. Then we get that random fucking story that they made the massive pitch to Steve Austin. Yeah, oh, no, no, like that, that that's true. Sense. You know that. No, I know that that's got to be true. That's probably like Steve, a backup plan. 
Well, no, because Steve even there, there's been talks of Steve wrestling at Mania, uh, basically all year long. Since they last... were thinking about running back Kevin and him again. Like they thought, okay, we'll run it back. I, I don't want to see that, but no. I mean, like, no, nah, KO is a super face now. But then, but uh, but then I know, and I know we went on this whole like tyrant of how you know I, I would love the idea of Kevin and Sammy and the da 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 da. But then when they when I saw the idea pitched of Stone Cold winning, I'm like. Give it to the old bastard. Kind of like, come on. Like, that would be badass. Now, granted, It'll I work. would immediately expect a new fucking belt to show up because I don't think he's going to carry around that piece of shit. But, but then again, the I... Skull. Yeah, we got the smoking skull. I don't want that. Just update it. Oh, bring me... What's the what's the other one? The oval eagle? Is that what it's called? Oh, the, the one he had, the, the, the big eagle. Yeah, the big eagle. I want that one back. That one's too slept oh. on, man. Yeah, he could even do um, Sammy, Kevin Owens, and uh, Steve Austin versus Usos and uh, Solo Maga. Oh, use him like Sting. I love it. So Solo Maga. Sign me up, baby. Sign me up. But, I, uh, yeah, I'm as much as I'm excited about all of this, I, I keep going back to it, but it's Roman. That, you know that old saying that we were doing for a while with New Japan? Yeah. But it's Okada. It's Okada. It's Okada. It's Roman. But, it's I mean, Roman. We're, we're almost at the end now. We've been riding it out till WrestleMania, Hollywood. We're almost there now. I just, I'm, I think it makes too much sense for him to lose it because it's just like if, if this match with The Rock really does happen, he can't win both of them. Right. So one is the belts. Yeah, he's gonna have. Here's what's gonna happen. Two nights mania. There's a story that he's going to defend on both nights. So I think what you do, maybe maybe you have, let's say, Cody win. Let's say Cody wins the Rumble. Adrenaline in the hole. Cody may say, you know, I want the WWE title. So you have Cody on, say, night two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then Rock and Roman on night one. Rock beats Roman, retains the universal title. Roman's not losing until Mania. It makes no sense. It makes zero sense to have him lose before Mania. Right. Right. A moment like that is like somebody toppling the giant. Yeah. Yeah. You... A moment like that, you want that at WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year for the biggest moment of the Hold year. On. I'm, I'm going to cut you off real with this one, DC, because you're talking about big, gigantic moments. We're talking about big, gigantic rivalries. The, 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 it's coming to a head. He's finally got to lose, right? Let's, let's, uh, let's look on the other side of the pond here. Okada Omega. Did, Oka- did Omega win it at Wrestle Kingdom, or did he, wrestle- did he win it at Dominion? The second biggest show. He wanted it the second biggest show. Not the big, big show. Which, again, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying it, it, it could make sense because it is one of the original big four. From a WWE perspective, though, and how they do business. I, my brain don't work like that, but yeah. Like, we're, we're not doing this like how a wrestling fan would book it or how New Japan would book it. We're doing it as how WWE would do it. Yeah. 
And for WWE's logic, it makes more sense to do it at Mania. It does. I hate it, though. Now, you um, could, what you could do, you could do a dusty finish. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick of this. <laughs> We're you're we're dragging now. Now we're dragging. You're at. I mean, I understand. I I get it. I understand what it means in the mania moment and the blah 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 blah. But it is literally just been dragging. This guy's going on year three. He's going on year three, dude. You know what I mean? This isn't Bruno San Martino days anymore. It, exactly as you just stated, this ain't Japan either. So we don't need a, a seven, eight hundred day reign like fucking Okada had. We don't need a Walter reign at a Roman, even though I think we already got it. Well, we'll you know, it's, it. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I'm at the, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, the problem is with, with, with the match in general, with this current one, him and Kevin, it is for, it, from the, according to Wikipedia. So if I'm fucking wrong, kick me in the ass later. But according to Wikipedia, it's for both them bitches. Okay? It's for both them bitches. So that immediately makes like that 60-40 where Kevin could win immediately go to fucking 70-30 where he ain't winning jackass shit because it's both belts. If it was a one, fucking let's ride the fucking fantasy train all the way down to Brooklyn. Or say Roman does lose. Roman could come out and say, well... This is only for the universal title. You know, I didn't put the the WWE title online. Contract doesn't say that. That's such a big dick move. <laughs> That's the Paul Heyman move. Such a big dick move. But I mean, like, if it works, if it could work, <clears throat> I think I think that would just garner like negative heat. But it, again, it could work. It it could work. But. If, if since I've got to give, we get this. We have to predict this whole thing. We can, we can go around and around for fucking five and a half hours. Um, I'll fucking live in fantasy land. Give me KO. Watch me pop like a motherfucker on this thing. Mainly just because I know that that's they need people for the rumble, and there's no better way to have Roman get into the rumble than have pissed off Roman in the rumble. Literally telling people get out, and having dudes like okay. Just fucking running over the top rope. You could even do a you could even do a spot where you know he makes one of the bloodline. You know exactly. That, that's what it. Ex- there we go, baby. No, I'll do you one better. That'd be funny. Yeah. He tells yeah. he tells Solo, "Hey, beat it," and he just fucking like throws himself over. That'd be great. Nah, Jay Jay's the loyal muscle. Um, you brought you brought up Walter, and if Romans passed him, Walter did eight eight hundred seventy days as UK champion. Uh, as of today, Roman is on day eight hundred seventy-two. So he's oh. only he's only just passed him. But of course, Ooh. half of Walter's reign was in the fucking the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't true. That doesn't matter, right? Um, and I'm glad you brought up Wikipedia too because um, it states. Well, I mean, he surpassed Okada. Well, yeah, uh, it states on Wikipedia. I know any, anybody can edit it, but it does have to be verified. So if you like, it states the men's rumble match is for a world championship match at WrestleMania. It doesn't mm-hmm. say for the undisputed U- universal title or anything. Hey, hey, hey. Free hole. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I mean, hell that just, that just no, means 
it, it can't maybe it can be Dewey. It can be the rock. You're the rock, you know. Maybe Roman gets one of its belt backs at one point in time. Maybe this male, maybe fucking Kevin loses, and this sets up Sammy to get a belt, you know, at Mania. It it's literally setting up 15 different stories. We just don't know which one to pick. Yeah, I definitely think KO did something with that contract when he signed it, but I'm gonna go with Reigns to retain. I believe it. Nice rhyme there. Yeah, Reigns to retain. We've been rhyming that motherfucker for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bastard. You know, I, I got to agree. I got to go Reigns. It just it doesn't make sense for him to lose it before Mania. No. no. Um, <clears throat> all right. On to the Rumble matches themselves. Um, damn. So for the women's, uh, which in my mind has always been a better rumble match than the men's, we've got seven confirmed out of 30 because the women's match is always full of surprises and callbacks. Um, Maybe we finally get Michelle McCool this year. I think they passed on her last year and she was pissed about it. Mm. But confirmed, we have Liv Morgan, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega and Emma from SmackDown. And just Candice and Rhea from Raw. Yep. Oh. All right. Rhea. <sighs> I think Rhea's odds on favorite. I was going to say, I, I, I got to anybody better. Gotta go with mom. Gotta go with mom. That's <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think there's anybody really in position to take it at right, like right now. I know I said earlier it's got to be somebody on SmackDown because. I think Alexa's going to win the Raw Women's title, and um, I think it would be make more sense for SmackDown to get that highlight spotlight at WrestleMania. But the only one on SmackDown really is Liv Morgan, and she, I feel like she's had her time in the sun. Yeah, her time's over. Okay, you're so goddamn mean and shit. Unless... Time is over. Unless Rhea does win and then switches to SmackDown anyway, because, of course, she can choose Charlotte. Here's what's going to happen. And to me, this is you know, how, how you know, my, my brain has booked things. Rhea wins. And, you know, you think she's going to go for the Raw, but she ends up attacking Charlotte. Destroys Charlotte at Mania and wins. It's revenge. It's revenge yeah. for, for WrestleMania 30, was it 36? Yeah. Think about it. Like that was her debut, her big moment at WrestleMania. It was the first time that an NXT NXT superstar competed at Mania. The first time an NXT championship had been defended at Mania, and she failed. And for years, that's been haunting her. And it's her stealing the win back. And I, I think you don't have it be a good back and forth match. You just have it be an outright annihilation. I mean, I would, I would compare it to Brock versus uh, Cena at SummerSlam a couple years back, where you know maybe Charlotte gets in a move or two, but by and large, it's Rhea just decimating her. Thirteen pump handle slams. I'll say, fucking, there's no <laughs> way Charlotte would let that happen. But I'm done. I'm done. Let her just fucking get moited. But no, you're you you hit the fucking nail on the head. There's 
if we're going to go with what kind of story can we come out of this, it is Rhea gets her redemption. She lost at her first WrestleMania with nobody in the crowd, and then she's going to win her next WrestleMania with the fucking stands filled in the middle of SoFi with me drunk in the stands, probably. And she's going to slay the queen. Slay the queen, goddammit. As a heel, I'm, which it would be even better. And so I love it all. I just, I just, the queen. Sounds too good. Yeah, that why helps. else would they turn Charlotte face? Um, all right, so. And just lose. as bad, she is a she's horrible as a face. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say she was a face. She's like that preppy girl in high school that everybody knows. Yeah. Like, I, and she was I, never a face. Like, you know the type that I'm talking about, though, like the kind of like the, exactly. the snotty, exactly. the snotty girl who's like just tr- and then tries to act all sweet. No, no, be no. who you are. Exactly. I I thought it was something to do with Ronda being a heel. That's why they turned Charlotte face when she came back. But she's done nothing with Ronda since taking the title. So that was just one. Ronda's done. done. Ronda's done. That's funny how she's always done when she loses the title. She's done and watch her being fucking 30 in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Please no. I don't think she's done, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, she only signed one, maybe she, she did just a sign a one-year deal. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for the men's, we have half the entrance announced. Um, we, we like surprises. Like so we've surprise. got... Yeah. Nobody else fucking announced, goddammit. Nobody. From Raw, we've got Austin Fury, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Cody Rhodes, of course, and Omos. And for SmackDown, we've got Kofi Kingston, Santos Escobar, Ricochet, Mysterio, Gunta, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Karrion Cross. I've got to to imagine the uh, the other Imperium guys are probably going to be in it. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, foregone conclusion, though, is is it pretty much a done deal as Cody? Cody or, 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 or Dwayne? It's it's Triple H 2002. Mirror image. But, you know, I, I know everybody said uh, Rock, but does The Rock even need to come back and win the Rumble in order to face Roman? No. 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 Well, I mean, this is what we talked about months ago when... Like, obviously, the rumor was Rock and Roman at Mania, and then suddenly the penny dropped that shit. If that's going to happen, then surely that means Rock's got to win the Rumble. But wait, Roman's got two titles, and they desperately need to be split. And there was talk of, you know, them of them saying that, hey, they're looking to find a way to do that. And I think this is how you do it. Well, if that stipulation is accurate, um, the Rumble match is for a world championship. All Cody, if he wins, has to do is just say, I only want the WWE title because that's the one Dusty was robbed of. I don't give a shit about the Universal title. Uh, I hate that you like, make like the biggest, like easiest claim to go with that there is in fucking Cody. Um, chasing my dad's like And him crying and shit. I can already hear it now. Um... It's predictable, I, but it makes the most sense. I like my fantasy booking, though. God damn it! But no, you're you're a bazillion percent. It it literally makes all the sense in the world. It it allows him to come full circle. And I, uh, 
it just makes too much goddamn sense. It does. Now, I mean, I can make the argument for Sammy winning, and again, that be a tear in the bloodline and the this and the that. Um, you can obviously make the the Dwayne reference or whatever, but the more the more we talk about it of him, why does he need to be in the Rumble part? It makes a thousand percent sense. Why the fuck does he need to win the Rumble? There's no necessary reason for him to actually have to win the Rumble. He's the Rock. We're talking about <laughs> Dwayne Johnson here, Jungle Movie Man. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker could show up and say, I want that. Okay, we're not going to say no because you draw money, a lot of it, especially in L.A. Yeah. So, if, if we do get rock and roll, man, it's, it's not about champion versus rumble winner. It's about head of the table versus the, table versus the original head the, of the table. Yeah, exactly. The guy that showed up and debuted a combination of his dad's name and his grandfather's name. That's head of the table versus God. Right. Uh, as, as I must say, as far as Roman's concerned, God damn it. Um, that's however, like, that's however, like man at the top of the mountain coming down off the mountain to just say, "Okay, there you go." That's okay. okay. <laughs> that sounds Polynesian enough for him, right there. Um, Let me tell you something, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but but it's got. I think it's got to be Cody. It has to be. I hate it. I hate that it's so predictable. I want unpredictability. I want craziness. I want madness. But this is the E we're talking about here. Yeah. So. Sometimes predictable is just the right way to, is the right call if it's done right. Mm-hmm. Um, we all knew Daniel Bryan was going to win the world title at WrestleMania 30, but they pulled it off beautifully and wrote exactly. pretty much the whole fucking pay-per-view around him. Very well done, by the way. Yeah, you're telling me, dude. That was the first free WrestleMania for those who signed up for that network. And Jesus Christ, we got our money's worth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or only we got our $9.99 worth. Except it was free ninety nine. Oh, damn that song. song. (laughs) Um, $9.99. Yeah, I'm playing it safe. Going for Cody. Cody. Goddamn bastard, Cody. Safe. I I legit think Cody's winning. (laughs) <laughs> can we just get our truth come out even if it's just like for like 30 seconds i like, said this uh, i said i think like last week or maybe even on the fucking tsk i forget where what show i said it on but he should come out and fucking immediately grab a ladder and limit hit somebody in the ladder and just start just doing this like i won i won the tables match i won the tables match truth it's a, it's it's the rumble oh, my bad bam he's out we gotta get in the pod no that's the chamber we've, we've, uh, that's next month <laughs> That would be even funnier. All right, where's my pod? <laughs> what? Wrong match. Oh, shit. Wrong match. Oh, man. Or they come out with a casket and he's in the, he, he's in the casket. Oh, I would <laughs> cry with laughter. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I would. You, but you got to sell it like it's Taker. Got to have the fucking Druids bring him out and we're like, holy yeah. shit. It's him. And he just pops out. What's up? Just a fucking oh my god oh I'm, and then I'm you have kidding. everybody just you have everybody just telling me like you're not in this match and then just as a whole my bad my bad, my bad. Don't you do it. that's my favorite part oh my bad <laughs> like I would love if just one time you know, if we ever got an uh, you know forbidden door moment with WWE and AEW, just have our truth show up on Dynamite just one time, one time, and have somebody like like Kenny just say, "You don't work here." 
and you just have R2 just say, this isn't SmackDown? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, it would be even funny. This ain't NXT. Which one Back is the babyface tunnel? No, we don't do the tunnels anymore. We don't do it's the green. tunnels anymore. You can't tell me that would not be the greatest thing in the world. It would be hilarious. True, true is gold wherever he goes. Like, Tony Khan, reach out to Triple H, give him whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> Just make this happen. Right? Uh, like you I want the... Go ahead. I forgot to ask for the women's rumble. Uh... Do we see Mickey James making another appearance? She just won the yeah, knockout sure. title again. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Sure. And get the fucking I, name right. I think we also see Nick Aldis in uh, the men's rumble. Yeah, come on, dude. I've I've also seen uh, seen Great Muda mentioned. Obviously, he's I'm retiring. I'm down for so. Muda. Called it. Who called it, Mo? DC baby, you've been saying it all week. But the reality is, is. Is it made too much sense, DC? Because you got the big brain, baby. But that's the great. I like that though. So, I, I, Mood is a name. Matt Cardona is a name. He's Matt Cardona's been fucking claiming everything he can for Zack Ryder, so he can come in as Matt Cardona. Here's what I'm telling you is going to happen. You know, the fact that WWE let one of their contracted stars compete in an outside organization mm-hmm. never happens. And I'm telling you, Triple H didn't do that. Out of the goodness of his heart, and for no reason, he got something out of it. Mm-hmm. He, he did. Got he had something. to have. So here's what I'm thinking: Muda's never wrestled in WWE. No. So he gets the Rumble spot, and at some point within the next couple of weeks, it will be announced the first inductee into the 2023 class of the WWE Hall of Fame, the Great Muda. Come on with it. I think uh, Batista's finally a shoe in this year, too. This is Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Well, all right, that's the Rumble predicted. We're going to skip the history lesson this week because we got a lot to get through. So let's keep it going with the Knowledge Championship. For the first time ever, it's Moses Marquez versus Kenny Killer. One-on-one. Let's go. And unlike the TV title, which is three stages of knowledge. This is straight up quick fire. 60 seconds Hi-ya. on the clock. Let's go. Um, now, obviously, Kenny is not with us, so they will be asked the same questions, but obviously they don't, they don't know what they, they have answered. A minute on the clock. Your time starts now. Kama Mustafa became better known by what name in the late 90s? Uh, sorry, uh, come, uh, pass. Who won the 2013 Royal Rumble? Pass. Oh, my God. Tori Wilson's first husband was which former Cruiserweight champion? Dean Malenko. Billy Kidman. In what year did New Japan's January 4th show become known as Wrestle Kingdom? Um, shit, I know this one. Uh, 2004. Seven. Josh Alexander and Ethan Page formed what Impact Tag Team? The North. Yes. Robert Zatowski is a real name of which ECW legend? legend. Rob Van Dam. Yes. Drew Carey eliminated himself from which Royal Rumble? Oh, shit. Uh, the 98 Rumble? 2001. Booker T's oh, signature move, similar to a rock bottom, had what name? The bookend. Yes. In what year did Shawn Michaels win the Royal Rumble as the first entrant? 
Oh my god, uh, 95. Yes, time is up. That is a score of four. Take it. Um, Kamen Mustafa became the Godfather. Godfather, I know I couldn't. ah, I wasted too much time. In 2013, it was John Cena who won the Royal Rumble. I couldn't see him, so (laughs) I never forget. I never forget that it was Cena because it was my first Royal Rumble in like three years, and I was like, of course it's fucking Cena. Right? Bastard. Now we gotta we watch Rock beat Cena. Punk. We all hated Cena back then, now we love him. Yeah, funny how times change. Okay, four scored for Moses. Let's see what Kenny does. Question one Kama Mustafa became better known by what name in the late 90s? Kama Mustafa became the Godfather. Who won the 2013 Royal Rumble? Ah, they'll say Randy Orton. It was John Cena. Tory Wilson's first husband was which former cruiserweight champion? Billy Kidman. In what year did New Japan's January 4th show become known as Wrestle Kingdom? Ooh, what year was it known as Wrestle Kingdom? 2006. Ooh, 2007. Josh Alexander and Ethan Page formed what impact tag team? I'm not an impact guy. I'm just going to say the No Limit Soldiers. <laughs> it's the North. Robert Zatowski is the real name of which ECW legend? Rob Van Dam. Drew Carey eliminated himself from which Royal Rumble? 2001. Booker T's signature move, similar to a rock bottom, had what name? Bookend. In what year did Shawn Michaels win the Royal Rumble as the first entrant? It was 1995. Stone Cold Steve Austin has only won world championships on Raw and which pay-per-view? Stone Cold has only won World Championships on Raw, and it must be WrestleMania. And it's a three-point difference. Kenny gets seven. Of course he does. He's goddamn Kenny Killer. So, the rain continues. Congratulations, Kenny Killer. Remaining free time. Now let's jump. She's Louise, that boy. Do you know? Or are you just unfitting of knowing? What's understood doesn't need to be explained. Feeble minds don't get it. Probably not for you to get. (laughs) Glitch in the system. I'm the broken mirror. 
I am the shadow in a dark alley. I am the lowest, shallowest part of the human anatomy. I am me, and you are you. And we live in this world that are full of have and have nots. And you do nothing but sit and wallow in your own misery. The darkness is coming. And when it gets there, never see it coming. I am not who they say I am. I am the darkness. And the darkness flows everywhere. <laughs> this is the voice of Killer Cross. And right about now, we are about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Is that leaves you open for the Iron Bank, which is the only thing you need for the Grand Slam. That's fucking right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, still to come, the Max Wrestling World title is on the line. Shit marks say. Bastards. And we crown the group MVP, if you didn't know already. Anyway, but first, we take a look at what else is going down in the wide, wide, wacky world of wrestling. Uh, yeah, so um, we, we kind of covered WWE as we were doing the Rumble. Um, yeah. Raw is Dirty 30 was good. Good show. Um, obviously, everybody's talking about Bray and Taker. Um, Travis didn't like the DX segment. I thought it was better than their 25th anniversary segment. It was funny. Yeah. I enjoyed Kurt it. tries too hard. I can understand why he didn't like it. I mean, the whole the whole the whole part where everyone is standing up to to Gunter, and you have Triple H just stepping up, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, is he going to do it?" And he just says, "I'm retired." <laughs> And then everybody just comes up with excuses, and then Sean, they look at him I'm and old. Said, yep. Didn't Road Dog say he was too fat? I, think, I remember Billy uh, Road Dog just stepping and going, yeah, "Well, you know, ah, who am I kidding?" <laughs> it sounds, yeah, that I think like, like uh, Waltman said he was slow. No, he had shin splints in his legs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't do it. Got shin splints. And then they're, they're like, Kurt said he'd do it. No, I did not. <laughs> um, what I liked about the DX and the Taker segments is they weren't your typical legend segments where the legends come out, drop somebody. They both kind of let other people have the spotlight. So Taker passed it to Bray, DX passed it to Seth. And you know what? The, the nice thing is, and you know the Imperium guys, like, inside, they're thinking... This is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a second. Maybe not Gunter, because, you know, Gunter's, you know, Mr. Serious. But you know Bartel and... Uh, Giovanni. What's his name? 
Yeah, Vinci. To me, he's still Eichner. <laughs> but, you know, the two of them, they're inside. They're just the inner child in them is like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing in the, in the world. Like, we're part of this. Um, kind of flew under the radar, but it was a little bit um, where Teddy Long was coming out and you could hear Triple H yelling at, I think it was Sean, actually, to stop turning his back to the hard camera. But if you watch really closely, when the camera cuts back to the ring, you can see Sean sort of jump and do a 180 and then look back at Triple H as if to say, is that better? (laughs) Well, because you know Triple H probably had something in his ear that probably saying his back is to the camera. Yeah. Tell him to move. I love how Triple H dropped. Hey, it's hard, this booking. That was great. And he's just like, you guys think I just make all the decisions here. (laughs) Right. We know you don't. We know it's your, it's your daddy-in-law. Daddy-in-law making the decision. It's your it's Mitch Palpatine. Yeah, and, and bullshit call of the night was because time ran long, apparently, on the opening segment with uh, Bloodline. They had to cut the women's cage match with Becky and Bailey, hence the beatdown. Um, well, I think they could have shaved some time off the main event. I mean, did Lashley and Austin Fury need to be half an hour? No. And then we have to rush them with Brock. Half an hour? Why? The thing that gets me is like, okay, cut time in in the women's cage, fine. But that was the best you could come up with? Yeah. Like, you couldn't come up with... They they said the alternative was just a squash, which I think would have been better. At least we would have had a match. It it kind of feels like they robbed the crowd of a cage match because you got the cage, you lower it down, and you don't even have the match. They hate the people. What can we say? Yeah, I would have felt less robbed if I was in attendance and it was a squash cage match. Because I... Oh, we beat have them we down. Have ever seen a squash cage, though? That made me think. Yeah. yeah. TNA back in the day? I, I actually went to a Raw a number of years ago, and... You remember the storyline where it was a Taboo Tuesday where it, it was Eric Bischoff? Uh, no, it was Survivor Series. Eric oh Bischoff God. had a team where if his team lost, he would go away for X amount of time, like a month, and then the winning team, each wrestler, would have a week as general manager. Yeah. yeah. And the each wrestler booked themselves for a for a WWE title match. Yeah, and we got I think it was Maven versus Triple H in a steel cage. It was a squash. Because I was at that raw, and it was right here in uh, freezing cold Buffalo, New York, and it was a squash. Squashy. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much it, really. We covered everything else. Um, on AEW side, um, it was pretty straightforward this week. Like, there wasn't major advancements in any storylines. It was just pretty much match to match to match. Kicking it off with JAS getting a victory over Action Andrade and Ricky Starks. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, I kind of feel like Jericho was just kind of going through the motions. He's not... He doesn't seem to have his teeth sunk into this one as he has Star with previous Maker. feuds. Oh, sorry. Are you kidding me? He, I think he loves working with Action Andrade. Maybe that's just me and the way I'm looking at it. Um, I think he's really loving what this kid's doing, so he's down to go out there and do some stuff. But 
I also do think I also do see what you're talking about. I feel like he yeah. went from being like in fifth gear to third gear. Like he's obviously turned it down, which makes me immediately think maybe he's going on tour again. God damn, Fozzie. He is. He is. He is. Ah, God damn it, DC. Well, I think part of it is like also we got to realize Jericho. I think is starting to slow down. Yeah. You know, he's. He's in his fifties. Like he can't go all go no stop forever. Like it's watch me. Let's be real watch here. Me. He's not action Mike Jackson here. He's not action Braun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he's not gonna be wrestling in his seventies. Like why not? Let's, let's keep it real. Not badass. I'm just kidding. I, I think to me, Jericho's always been a singles guy. Like his best matches have been singles. Not, not saying he can't do tag. But he's better one on one. And mm-hmm. like yeah. I look at Action and Dreddy and I see a younger Jericho. Uh, I see a guy who's got a yeah. shit. Ton- see what I mean? And I think Jericho sees that too. It's hard not to, man. At least in my uh, opinion. It's hard not to see it. As as for Ricky, I mean he's getting the rub too. Um, just by being associated with I mean, Ricky Starks is an established name, so he's kind of giving the rub to Action Andretti, but at the same time, they're both Absolutely. getting the rub from Jericho. Exactly. The big, the, the big guy rub, the big, the big, the big Jericho love, yeah, which is great. Lot, whole lot of Stop. rubbing going on there. Whole lot of rubbing. Stop if making. I'm, if I'm booking this out, I, I got to think uh, Ricky Starks to be the next to be the guy to uh, take the strap off MJF. Yeah. It, uh, it's okay. not. It's not necessarily a bad thing that um, that he lost initially a couple of weeks ago. No. It, uh, it'll make the win mean more. Yeah. Yeah. Let it. Let MJF have, have his run. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I like seeing the triple B. The triple B. <laughs> and, and they're selling shirts for how much? MGF uh, dress shirts that literally bars. say fucking $50, better than $50 you Jack. You know what I can Jeez. buy for $50? I can feed my whole family a meal for $50, Jack. Like, and you that's for a shirt? Does yeah. it light up? No. 50 bucks? That would that would get me to the movies with a, with popcorn and a drink. At least here in the US. I, I don't know how you know prices God are. Damn, DC, what oh, motherfucking movie expensive. you watching? Well, you got to figure here. Tickets are like to 10 IMAX, bucks. Huh? Go to IMAX, huh? You spend no, $45 on a fucking movie ticket, don't you? No, they closed ours. That's disrespectful. No, we, we had a Regal, and, you know, Regal's not doing so hot right oh, now. Oh, never, so mind. never mind. They closed <laughs> it. Or they're closing it. That's what I'm saying. All right, moved on to Darby Allen and... Murphy for the TNT title. Beat the shit out of poor Darby. Solid match from Buddy and a nice little nod to Seth Rollins too, both with the uh, the buckle bomb and what else did he hit? He the, the curb stomp. Yeah. I was, was going to say pedigree. Nah, it's Triple H's move. I was like, no, wrong one. <laughs> he did the curb stomp or the, the blackout. The black. Yeah. There you go. You know, I... Poor Buddy Murphy. Murphy is... He's the man. It's a damn shame that Vince n- never saw it. 
Because you know Triple H saw it. He saw the potential in this man. Well, okay. yeah, that's why he used him like the Kenny Omega of NXT. That Cruiserweight title run was insane. Exactly. Like, honestly, as much as I love what he's doing in, in AEW right now, and I do, there is no reason why Buddy Murphy shouldn't be main eventing Raw or SmackDown right now, being, you know, in the WrestleMania main event. He should be. Yeah. yeah. But then we wouldn't have him in a stable in AEW. This is the truth. Um, but after the match, Darby Allen retains, um, still killing it as TNT champion. But after the match, we got a little message from Samoa Joe, which obviously oh. shows us that they ain't done yet. God damn you, Samoa and Joseph. <laughs> Bastard. You know, I was getting vibes of the, of the old AJ feud. Yeah, you know, where you know, we did the whole AJ. <laughs> well, I'm not calling out his life and shit. <laughs> Little bit. I, I don't know if if he wanted to go to uh, and get. Uh, I, I think Darby's single, but I don't know. Maybe show up at the performance center and uh, go chat up Darby's ex. Oh, hey, no, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 It's crossing the line, Jack. But I like it. Which one? Which one was? Which one was it? Was it? Uh, Gigi. The redhead, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I I can never keep those keep the toxic. Yeah, Gigi Dolan. What? Well, it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I just know. I, who, I, I, I just much. knew Mandy and I knew Gigi. I couldn't tell you who the other one was. Jay-Z. I don't watch. Sure. I don't know her name, but yeah, I, I haven't watched NXT and like. You could have told me it was Ronald long. McDonald, and I would have believed you. <laughs> I said okay, yeah, yeah. JC like McDonald. Ronald. There you go. <laughs> Norm McDonald? Hey, man, my man's funny. Norm. Um, following that, we got another win for Jungle Hook. Um, we, we said keep the tag team going, and they did. Why is Matt Hardy out there not giving a shit? He's just happy they played I, his music. I thought you were just going to stop it. Why is Matt Hardy out there? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, like, I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, okay, um, First off, they hit like they hit a theme that like uh, literally a year ago would have probably made me pop, and I'm just I can't do it. I just can't. I, I'm over it. Um, but then it was hilarious because he's just like, "Hey, what did I say? What? Oh, why? Why did you let his music play?" And I like how Ethan was all pissed off about it, and then the whole little exchange where he's all like, "Give me my chain or run me my chain," and I'm like, "That that is some like real ghetto shit that you got to be in the ghetto to know what the fuck they talk about and be saying run my chain and shit." So that threw me for a loop. But then, like, if you're watching the match, Matt Hardy is, like, especially at the end, he is not giving a shit. He is not trying to tag in. He is not trying to do anything. He is like, Ethan, you go fucking lose, bud, and I'm going to stand right here. God. Go home. Please go home. You know what? I, I'll be honest. I, I don't give two shits about Jungle Hook. There's one oh, come thing on. I Give me Hookhausen. Yeah, okay. No, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a fair trade. But don't you like the bare necessities? Hook thousand or nothing. And you get nothing. You get nothing. 
Um, after that, we moved on to Brian Danielson picking up another win. You know what? Easiest fucking three points in the entire fantasy league, Mr. Beer, Brian, Brian Danielson. You're guaranteed three points every fucking week. Um, Cage passes. Cage? Brian passes another hurdle and beats the other Brian, but pays Brian for it. Brian. Damn sure pays for it after the match. Yeah, he does, dude. They wanted him out. And if that's not bad enough, next week he's got Timothy fucking Thatcher. Oh, let's go. I'm looking oh. for This is going to be such a wrestling match, and so many people are going to be like, this is boring. My fucking, I'm going to be Stan Marsh over here, boy. I tell you what. You know, I'm I'm hoping that they give Timothy Thatcher his ring comp theme. He's been using it everywhere. Yeah. He uses it in Noah. He okay. used it all across the Indies. And it's and it's a classical theme. They can't necessarily claim it. So I would not be surprised if it's they used fair it. Use. Exactly. Yes, it is fair use. A million percent. Like I, I don't understand why the E stopped using it for Imperium. Because you know that's how they roll, it baby. It was better. Mm. Better don't mean ratings. But Walt Gunter's theme now is ass. Everybody's second theme is always more ass than their first. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. Except for Stone Cold. No. Undertaker. You like the American Badass? No, that was like his fourth or fifth theme. He had this. They only like reap. No, it's okay. I know you're kind of right. Well, which one are we referring to? The Gothic one? You like the Gothic one? Yeah, that was yeah. badass. Like the oh, ministry, the ministry uh, theme was yeah, amazing. That was sick. Then, and, and I, I will be, I will be one of the minority folks and say that I really did like the disturbed version of Stone Cold Entrance. Dude, I love that theme. People hate on it. I don't know why. Well, people suck. Bingo. Speaking of suck, bro, like, would you, okay, I, I know we make the fun of this all the time, and I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna take Daz, J, uh, Dazzy's job right now, but, like, each and every week in the TSK, we see Tony Storm with these fucking hip attacks, and we're like, ooh, concuss me, girl. I don't want none of these that he gave, that she gave to Ruby. I don't want not a single one, bro. The fucking whiplash she just took from the, they're not, they're not hip attacks, they're ass attacks. She fucking hit her with her nalgas, and it fucking I hurt. mean, that's like, it fucking hurt. To me, that's unnecessary. Like, that's like that power slap crap. She's going oh, so geez. fast, so fast. The head, the head and the neck is not supposed to jar like that. No, bro. No. And then you bring up power slap. Oh God. Ugh. Like, Shit I, was all I, bad. Talk about controversial. I really hope AEW has concussion protocol. I, I'm I would sure love they do to now. See what Brian Danielson thinks about it. I mean, I know he's not taking one of those fucking ass attacks. <laughs> That's all I know. No, he takes those at home. Hey, how you doing? What do you mean I can't get on the show? What do you mean? Well, your father-in-law is not not there anymore. So, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, Johnny. But don't you guys want to use us? No. Okay. People power. That guy. Oh, Lord. 
Um, Ruby got a nice victory over Tony Storm with an unexpected assist from Britt Baker. Britt's a face. Was, it's I mean, crazy. Was it an assist or was it an in, like? Nah, I Brit's don't. I I don't don't know what the hell's going on. So I, okay. I, I, so I be honest. Go ahead, I like this Britt Baker. You know, I do too. Not quite. Not totally a face. Not totally heel. Yeah. But no, it was it was definitely intentional. She came out to cause a distraction. Ruby mm-hmm. got the win because of it. Um, but yeah, it's just weird thinking of Ruby and Britt Baker on the same page. Yeah, no, no pun intended, Soraya. Right, but no. Um, I I was again listening to Uncle Dave each and every morning. Uh, and the, one of the things that he was uh, he was bringing up about, which is a, a thing, again a thing that we had talked about, I think we talked about it on Max, and I know we talked about it in the TSK, is this is literally a feud of the the AEW homegrown against the pretty much the WWE girls. Yeah. Well, even though Ruby won, I I I I'm almost expecting her to turn. However, that kills it for her theme song. Truth be told, not gonna lie, I, you can't be a fucking heel with that theme. It's just not gonna go down. No. But it that thing needs to happen soon because it's it's literally two on like it's two girls against like seven that are homegrown from fucking AEW. So it's like, um, can we make a move? Can we do something? But uh, I, I do I do really like Britt Baker as a face. It's well, then again, I like her. Period. So. It's, um, it's one it, of those. It works. It's two girls plus Sheeta's candlestick. There you go, and Sheeta's awesome. So, but just don't hear her. She's money. All the money. Yeah, I love her reactions. Um, and then main event was, of course, uh, Mark Briscoe finally getting that TV time against Jay Lethal. Fucking Jay Lethal, man! Almost hey. broke me before the bell even rang. I was broken before the bell rang. When he, I was broken before I saw Jay Lethal was broken. You kidding me? That fucking <laughs> video they showed, man. Oh, my God. If there was a dry eye in the house, get the fuck out. I tell you what, dude. That's how I felt. Fucking that thing hit a nerve and then my, right in my heartstrings after my nerves. Shit. But, no, Jay Lethal. And even, you know what? Even Sanjay Depp's fucking gets a thumbs up for me this week. That rat bastard. Because he's out there rocking the mark, the fucking the Jay Briscoe shirt. Which I, I might actually have to go get. Because, first off, it's awesome. And, second, they, they need all of our help the Briscoes do. But for a guy who was literally half who was literally crying on his way down to the ring. And half crying during the entire match. Jay Lethal was excellent. And so was wow. Mark, dude. Mark doing Every great thing. The fuck was it? What do they call it? The what was it? The froggy leap. I think is what they call it. Right, yeah, kung fu. The froggy elbow. There you go. The froggy <laughs> elbow. Uh, I think what, what made it even more emotional was just like how like stoic and strong Mark was. Yeah, dude. Like he, he didn't break at all. No, but that's no. it. See, that is a absolute. Um, what I I want to use as a big word, but that just. For all those fucking nerds out there that are like, oh, well, the Briscoes, you know, well, they were never on big TV. Oh, well, they never did. Oh, and that. bro, yeah. you're going to tell me the way he fucking went out there and handled his business that fucking Mark Briscoe's not made for TV? Come on. That was awesome. And then it just it, it's it, it also, I guess, pays dividends to the reality that there's we are not or there is not a closet net of fans anymore everybody is willing to watch everything as long as it's within their wheelhouse which by the way 
about fucking time. Now let's look at like look at somebody like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. What a, what appealed? What about him appealed to you know that he was like the knee braces? A, he was like your every man. Like he was you know like the guy that works you know at, at a steel plant. You know a, a a guy that you know is a worker. You know right. he didn't look like Hollywood made. Nah. The Briscoes looked like ordinary, everyday people. They looked like somebody that is like, you know, could be your buddy from next door. Yeah, the dudes you work in the warehouse with. Exactly. And and people gravitate towards characters and wrestlers that they can relate to. That's why Brian Danielson got over so well in WWE during the whole WrestleMania storyline was that he, he was relatable because everybody at one point in their lives has been told, no, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And it, it was an absolutely beautiful thing. Like you don't hear that a lot with professional wrestling, but it was beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. and boy. it just, it, it sucks that Warner was so up their ass that Jay never got that. God damn! Like to, to see Mark get that moment. Yeah, and, uh, and the whole roster on stage too. Oh yeah, whole the whole AEW, some of the some of the Ring of Honor guys, even fucking big old TK was out there, boy. And to, to see after the match, to see Mark look into the camera and to say the names of Jay's kids and just say, "Keep your head up, I love you." And then to address Jay, not as Jay, but to say, Jamin, I love you. It was his birthday. Yeah. If we don't get a graphic soon saying Mark Briscoe is all elite. Oh, I, I expect that shit um, in, the, in, in the next few, in the next like 10 hours. If I don't get it at the end of the day, there's going to be an uproar, baby, from the TSK. I tell you what. We will send Tony Khan to the chicken farm, and he'll deal with Papa Briscoe. Ooh, don't do it to him. He ain't ready and, for it. And it felt weird hearing one half of the tag team champions, or you know, because it's just like it's still like there, a there is no other punch. half anymore. He is yeah. the tag team champions. Yeah, he is the tag team champions. Now, DC, you would we were talking about this, and and I and I love your whole spin on it, and and so I got I had I had to bring it up. Um. You were saying something about him having to relinquish the tag titles and they do what now? So here's what I think he do. I mean, obviously, we know life goes on. You know, there's going to be another Ring of Honor tag champions. I think what you do, you have him. And I thought he was going to do it because he came out with both belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. I was expecting him to hand the titles to Tony Khan and then for Tony Khan to announce at Super Card of Honor or whatever the next show is. Yeah. You mean the TSK special? That That's right. would be Claudio versus Mark Briscoe for the world title. Mm. Set me up now, baby. And honestly, I, I know Claudio just got it, but if you don't have Mark Briscoe win that title, I, I think he, it's a mistake. Like He needs to win it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, bro. I'm 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 behind it. 
Uh, Fire Pat Buck, hire me. There we go. I like <laughs> it. Hire the TSK. Get on with it. All right. Well, um, if if you couldn't guess already, I think it's pretty obvious who I'm going for best lure of the week this week. But first, the geek of the week. Come on with it. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking PF with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. All right, so I've got a bunch. Oh, God. Yeah, I noticed so you it. <laughs> I have, like, constantly updated it throughout the show. Because normally I'm, like, uh, I honestly, nine times out of ten, I don't know until, like, I start rambling and I get the brain working. Because it is 4 a.m. when we start over here in the lovely Californias for me. So I got three. Uh, I'm going to go from least geek to the biggest geek, which, by the way, uh, fucking JR dropped the geek term on uh, the red trail. Right here in my heart. So, um... The least geek this week, Ric Flair. Why? Because Takeshita doesn't know how to chop. Motherfucker, what? Motherfucker, what? Dumb as shit. He's, he doesn't know how to chop. You got to make real impact. Da, da, da. Look, at, look at Brian Chess. Tell me he didn't make no goddamn impact. You're fucking full of shit. And then the only reason you're the least on the geek list is because you turned around and you gave a fucking rebuttal a by fucking going and supposedly, accusations that is, Apologize to Becky Lynch for the whole man bullshit, which I hope is fucking true. So, number two and the regular old fashioned, like kind of medium rare geek of the week, Warner Brothers. It took every, every motherfucking wrestling fan from Twitter to TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, your mama's OnlyFans, everyone in between, anybody that had a fucking podcast, video show, whatever. You had you had no choice but to listen to our cries and bring in Mark Briscoe because you guys are stuck in your ways because you guys in this whole, well, they said a tweet. You guys keep people in your fucking company that send dumbass tweets all the time. You guys keep people in your company that are laying off that are laying people off for the sake of laying them off so they can get a bigger fucking bonus. Yet a tweet that was apologized for hindered a group of guys to going and making better money because they deserved it. And it took a uproar from the fucking wrestling nerds for you guys to get your shit right. And Mo, to, to build on that, let's not forget Sammy Guevara making a R joke. And he was still allowed to be on TV and win multiple titles. And I and I'm a and I'm a Sammy guy. As am I. And I'm a Sammy guy. So again, if if we're gonna do some punishments around here, what are we doing, Jack? To be equal. And then Uh, this may be a little bit of a reach, but didn't Jericho's wife uh, rush to capital? Get on with it. Get on with it. Come on, baby. There's a lot. But she was in. She. She was outside. She was outside. She's got pictures outside. Somebody said something to Jericho about that and, on Twitter and blocked. Yeah, yeah. Not, and, not before you said "fuck your ass." I also, I also have not seen a fucking <laughs> picture of her since. By the way, not a one. But uh, lastly, in the most ultimate geek of the week, and it should have been, it should have been known, it should have been coming. It, it started with Dana getting, you know, slapping his wife around and being like, "It's okay." But it's not okay because, you know, obviously I'm a public figure and I have to backtrack myself. But his company, 
or whatever the fuck you want to call this, this power slap. Power slap. What I I know. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I I, I don't know what you would really want to truly call it. It's a piece of shit fucking company. As a guy who rolled, and yes, I will use those terms. As a guy who was a jujitsu ju- practitioner for about two years and was an amateur wrestler for the better part of four years. This is a fucking absolute disrespect to anything in a mixed martial arts realm, in the combat sports realm. You're literally just standing there and letting people slap the shit out of each other. I've seen clips of dudes with an entire side of his face swollen, swollen. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm tough. You're tough because you're letting this guy slap the balls out of you. Like that, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's dumb as shit. And then on top of that, and I, I, I'm gonna let you do your thing. The women, there's a women's division. They're slapping the dog mess out of each other, and they're women. This lady is obviously concussed. She can't fucking stand up right. Has to do a forward fucking roll to save her balance because I have to look strong and there's power slap. This is dumb as shit. They're all gonna get concussed. You're not a not a one of them won't get concussed. I guarantee fucking you. If they do, they got metal in their fucking head. Do you hear me? They got metal in that bitch. It's the only way none of these motherfuckers are getting concussed. Well, I don't know if you saw, but uh, former WWE star Chris Nowinski has come out against this and said, you know, oh, it's yeah, I'm ready, yes. entertainment. You know, there's there's no there's no protection for them. And Done. honestly, I, I I don't see this lasting more than a season. No. If that. Like, if they're fucking smart, fucking they'll thing. cancel it right now. They're smart. Like, I- I'm sorry, but like, I just don't see the appeal to this. Like, I I, I don't get it. Like, this is feels to me like the kind of thing that you would see in like a bar setting. And like, it's like that kind of thing where you know you may watch it on TV once just to see what it's about, and then you're just like, this is it. Yeah. No, bro, you're skipping the channel. Tell me the truth. You're skipping the channel. Well, it's one of those things like you're channel surfing and you see it on and you're just like, this is it. Uh, well, let me let me exactly. go see what uh, movie's on that I've seen 50 million times. Exactly. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. All right, I'm going to let you. But instead, of Power Slap, you sh- instead of watching Power Slap, you should be tuning into Max Wrestling. Uh, kicking it with the TSK, any any other of the fine programs that we have here. Yeah. Dummies. Uh, now, for the bestler of the week. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, it, it was very easy this week. Um, I got a tie. Okay. You go first. I'm going with Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I, I've always been a fan of, of both of both guys. You know, I think, you know, both insanely talented and I think now people are going to see what Mark Briscoe can do. Like they're going to see him, you know, they, you know, Hey, Jay may have been the star of the team, but we're going to see what little brother can do. And as far as Jay lethal goes, you know, 
the fact that the E never really tried to bring him in years ago when they could have makes him look bad. Like when he was doing Black Machismo and TNA, oh my god, that was that entertaining. Hell yeah. I mean, the segment with Ric Flair and Jay Lethal, like, how many times Uh have we seen the clips of that on Facebook? Too many. I love it. You never go wrong with it. It gets better and better each time. Fucking A right. Yeah, well, I mean, I was just going to go with Mark Briscoe, but you absolutely nailed it. Jay Lethal deserves it just as uh, as much. Um, They both went out there, did it for Jay. They both held it to get well. Mark held it together a little bit more than Jay. (laughs) uh, A little bit. I mean, also for the fact that Mark finally got on TV. Yeah, fuck Warner Media. So, yeah, Jerry Lethal and Mark Briscoe are both this week's best of the week. Come on with it. Um, all right, I think we all know the answer to this, but let's find out who is the group MVP. Gee, I wonder. You know what? It has never been this close. Um, yeah. Wow. I'll do top three, third place. Mike Larkin, who um, has uh, been posting a lot more. DC in second place. And, of course, Travis Walker-Anderson is still your group MVP in first place. But it was literally so close. Um, There's like a four-post difference, Mm -hmm. 20-comment difference. I think this is the first time in his entire reign that none of his figures have been in triple figures. figures. And I've never seen it this close since he's been group MVP. So. That's true. Keep pushing it. Um, it, it we're, we're getting there. Don't forget to be liking shit too, DC. It's all well, part you of the know, Ch- Champ has to put in an appearance. There we go. <laughs> Do you think? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not Brock Lesnar here. I'm not going to only show up on like the big shows and then just disappear. I'm only showing up when they pay me six figures, which is never. Uh, shout out to Chad. Chad, Cypher, and Chris Durham also in the top 10. Um, and also shout out to Ryan Kidd, Jacquez, uh, Rob Williams, and Brandon Martin also in the top 10. Let's go. Keep it going, y'all. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for joining us for Podcast Promo Rumble 8. The next time we bring you a special event is a two-night epic event of epic proportions. Promo Mania 8 comes your way March 28th and 30th as we predicted this year's Hollywood-sized WrestleMania. Hollywood-sized indeed. Because of that, we have two huge, huge main events confirmed. The first one being DC booking his own main event spot almost a year ago. He has announced his Iron Bank cash-in and will go one-on-one mano-a-mano with the Demon S. And now, now it is for the Max Wrestling Television Championship. Holo. To quote good old JR, business has just picked up. Certainly has. Don't be a slobber knocker. Speaking of business, the first ever Max Wrestling Tag Team Champions will be crowned as the modern day outlaws, the Walker and Cypher, take on Dragon Clubs, Phoenix, and the Shape. Can't wait for that one, too. All that, plenty more coming in the next few weeks. For more information, go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Dot com forward slash promo rum or promo mania eight. Uh, and also keep in mind the week before promo mania is Max Wrestling's eighth anniversary episode. Let's go. Eight fucking years. Good God. 
I love how the anniversary always rolls around just before Promomania. Perfect. It makes Perfect. it feel even more special. Damn right, it is special. Um, now, we'll put a trivia question for both of you gentlemen. Let's see if you both can get this. Who competed in the first tag team promo battle in Max Wrestling? I believe that was wow. at the Maxis. Uh, and you and Travis had mystery partners. Yep. I know exactly who it was. Well, come on. Well, you had Big Rob. It was myself and Robert Davis against you and Travis. Yep. Travis enlisted the services of Jester, and look how times have changed. Good God. Rob needs to come back. We need the TSK over here back in the max. God dang it. Well, tag team titles will be in the circle very soon, so we will see what happens. But uh, now for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Mark say. Get off the internet. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead. LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Mark's say. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. I don't want to. Ah. That shit. Who do we got that's not been very oozy? I've said this before, and I don't know how long it's going to last, but times have changed on TikTok, and the negativity has gone away. Even my man White Chocolate has gone into hiding from the <laughs> stupidity of it, of it all. He's actually tried to become a positive fan somehow, some way. I mean, hey, good for you. But um, I did find an a, a, a absolute total nerd. On fucking Facebook, and we're just gonna um I'm gonna leave his first name as Paul. We're just gonna call him uh we're gonna call him Paul McMahon. Let's go with that. Because right. that just sounds sounds perfect because that's exactly what what a what a McMahon would say in this that one. Been, that would have been Triple so, H's name if he'd have taken Stephanie's name. You're taking I mean oh, there, oh that would have been all bad. <laughs> um so this is coming off of a post saying, you know, Mark Briscoe shows, you know, got a win on AEW last night and you look through the comments and there's so many people, oh God, you know, it was, it was a great match. You know, it was a heart, it was a heartwarming moment. You know, it, the video package, you know, was gut wrenching, but him winning was excellent. There's a lot of positive, you know, there's a lot of love going on. And this dumb motherfucker says, AEW has no shake. There's uh, there's no death. They won't exploit for ratings. Okay. Okay. I have something to say to that. Go for it. Obviously, this is a, uh, a WWE mark, right? It has to be. Do we not remember WrestleMania 22? Enlighten me. First, first Mania after uh, Eddie Guerrero's passing. Who won the Rumble that year? Oh, that would be Ray Mysterio Jr. Mm-hmm. And didn't they do the whole storyline of over him doing it for Eddie? It wasn't wasn't that a wasn't that a thing? Oh, that was a whole big old um, thing. Randy even dropped the very controversial line about Eddie. Mm-hmm. That Eddie's dead. Yeah. Well, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, you, you're telling me that WWE has never done it. But oh, WWE but to- worse. I'm about to say they're wor- not only they're worse, but to put a spin on that whole thing, this isn't a way for them to exploit ratings and, g- and garner ratings. They were planning a tribute show the day after he passed. Warner Brothers said no. They've convinced Warner Brothers to get over it. 
they did so they had their tribute show. That's what this is. It was a tribute. I don't understand why you think it's an exploitation. Once the ratings not increase at all and have your dumb comment be just the stupidest thing you've ever written on the internet until you do it again tomorrow. Yeah, and let's, let's, not forget, let's not forget that the day after Brian Pillman passed away, Vince paraded his widow out on live television. Live TV. Didn't even tell her he was going to talk about Pillman. So let's be real here. Like Tony Khan could have done a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. didn't he put the first tribute show on YouTube for free? What he said. I don't think it's on y- yet, but I think it's going, oh, going to. Yeah, yeah, they're editing it still. But it, it it's going. So it's going to be on Honor Club, and it's going to be on the. The YouTube for folks that don't want to sign up for Honor Club, which can't say about it. Sorry, I think they missed the boat on it. Hey, I, I'm going to spend the money, but I know I'm not everybody, so they should have put it on. They should have made a deal with Warner, put everything on HBO Max. You know, you've got all the AEW stuff. You got Ring of Honor. Boom, done. Mm. Yeah, well. Um, all right, on Twitter, we have, first up, this guy seems to think he's Jake the Snake's biggest fan. So we're going to call him Jake Did Drugs, and he makes more sense than you do. <laughs> uh, basically, Jake just shared an article where he believes Kenny Omega to be one of the best ever. Nice. Um, Jake 2.0 says, no ring psychology. Wrestles kids and brooms, high spot huh? after high spot, but to each their own. Motherfucker, what? No ring psychology yet can wrestle a child and make the child look good. I don't understand oh. how that's no ring psychology. Huh. Um, Mo- mm, high spot after high spot. Uh, not to be mean. Isn't that like Seth Rollins, too? Yeah. I, I mean, and, and Kofi. And Kofi. And- I don't understand. uh, I'm going to let you do thing real quick. I just don't understand where this idea of there's no ring psychology. If you don't see it, you don't understand ring psychology. You don't see the story in the ring. You don't know what a story is because there's always psychology and there's always a story. Go ahead. What this person is, it's somebody that has only seen clips. They've only seen, you know, the YouTube clips or the Facebook reels or the Instagram reels. That's all they've ever seen of Kenny Omega. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. But, but that's it. That's the only time they've ever seen. They've seen, you know, like the little video clips that you always see scrolling through Facebook. That's it. That's all. Because they refuse to get invested. But they're willing to shit on it. I'll, I will be honest. Like The first time I, I saw Kenny Omega was... Uh, Years back, Mo, I think you had posted an RWT, the uh, the Omega Okada match, mm-hmm. and I remember watching that, and you know, I'd heard the name, but I remember watching. It's like, okay, you know, this guy is uh, pretty darn good. Yeah, Ken- Kenny became one of those dudes after the Okada thing. But if you were watching Kenny prior, you were you you. I knew Kenny Green Trunks Kenny. 
you know, when he was teaming with Coda, when he was doing all the Street Fighter moves and shit like that before Bullet Club, I, I had seen him. He didn't look like a star to me because, again, during that time, they weren't pushing anybody that wasn't an AJ Styles or an Okada or a Tanahashi even. But then Bullet Club happened, and look at the fucking tear he went on. But then again, you know, he's there's there's no nothing. There's no psychology. There's no this. There's no that. He's just, you know, he just sucks off Uncle Dave for seven stars. Because I, I don't know how else you can get him without being, you know, good at your job. I fucking hate people. Get your ass in the bin. Get in the bin. Next up, we have Wade Shambles. Fucking A right, he's in shambles. Um, so somebody pretty much said people like MJF, like Cassidy, Dan Housing, Garcia, Yuda, these guys are the reason new fans like me are tuning in. You can go into the sport blind and have a hell of a good time. Fuck yes. Uh, Wade responds, Garcia and Yuda are charisma vacuums that are getting a push that others deserve. First and I'm so oh my god, dude. Yuda had literally came in here. Had a banger, I think with Mox was yep. his first one. Was with Mox. Bloody them up. And everybody Mox. said, dude, who the fuck is Yuda? Dude, who the fuck is Yuda? Dude, who the fuck is Yuda? <laughs> and then he grabs the mic and the kid's got charisma. He can talk. What the fuck's going on here? Shocker move. He's a professional wrestler. That's what it is. And then on top of that, we're really going to talk shit on Danny Garcia. On Danny. He is literally, and this, again, this is another kid, mind you. These are fucking children, these guys are. This is a dude who literally at one point of his AEW career was the professional wrestler. He was the combat. It was a Blackpool Combat Club special kind of dude. Grind you, beat your ass, the whole everything. Now, he's the ultimate sports entertainer. Now, he's the talk your ass off, you know, headlock due to this flashy flamboyant he hates sammy one minute he's hugging him the next minute what are you talking about what are you talking about i hate people i hate people i i really like uh yuda's personality i hate people but yeah yuda's hilarious he's fun He's got charisma. Garcia is hilarious. He's fun. He's got charisma. They can wrestle. Stop thinking. Stop thinking that if you don't have a gimmick that you aren't, do you don't have charisma? I don't have to play a gimmick to have charisma. I don't have to be the eater of worlds for you to garner my attention or my vice versa for me to garner your attention. I can be a good at what I do because that's my job. I'd also love to know who this guy thinks is not getting a push or deserves the push that these two are getting. Bet you money it's Matt Hardy. Bet money it's Matt Hardy. <laughs> push Matt Hardy to the moon. Why isn't Matt Hardy AEW <laughs> champion? But he's big money Matt. No, he was big money Matt. He was, sucker. Oy, oy, oy. Get in the bin. They are marks and that's the shit they say. I hate you all. I hate you. All right, well, now that that's over, thank fucking God for it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event, my greatest Mark Henry impression ever. <laughs> it is a promo exhibition that is two years in the making. Representing the Dragon Club is the man they call the Phoenix. You can add the bastard in front of that if you want. And representing my boys, the modern-day outlaws, your Max Wrestling World champion, Travis. 
Anderson. Walker. Anderson. Hit that motherfucker. What the fuck you get in my house? <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Let's just cut to the chase. You see, it sure has been a while since you and I danced this little tango. And it must be eating you alive that you know you don't stand a chance against me one-on-one. Whether it's King of the Mic, or for the promo championship, the world championship. Hell, I'm starting to kick your ass in trivia. Travis the Walker Anderson, I advise you shut your damn mouth, boy. You know I'm not here for the world championship. As a matter of fact, I'm not here for any championship. The only thing I'm after is my revenge and your blood. I understand. You are pissed off at me. I understand that you're upset that I left you in a puddle of your own blood last year. I understand that you are displeased with me for using you. Using you like the tool that you are. I understand. I understand that you have that little itty bitty tummy ache because you know that I'm better than you. However, Phoenix, you should be thanking me. You should be thanking me because look look how things have gone for you. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have your cousin by your side. If it wasn't for me, you would be stuck in the back all alone playing with yourself in the darkness. But look at you now, Phoenix. Here you are in the main event of Promo Rumble 8. You got the world title at your fingertips. And yet you think you're going to bring blood. You want my blood? What you should have done. You should have had your little buddies, your cousin, your lawyer, put an extra clause in that contract saying... No disqualification. Because on your own as is, you don't stand a chance of making me bleed, let alone win my world championship. Walker, you underestimate the power I wield. The contract is structured so that you don't take the coward's way out and let your minions do your fighting for you. It would have seemed, it would appear that you have forgotten just who the hell I am. You see, I'm the Phoenix. I'm the demon of the Welsh Valleys. Promo champion, world champion, TV champion, knowledge champion, triple crown champion, golden slam champion, multiple maxi award winner. I ain't afraid of nobody, especially a dumbass hillbilly redneck from North Carolina. You know what? Talk is cheap. I'm done talking. So let's fight.
Ring the fucking bell. I am not who they say I am. I am the darkness. And the darkness flows everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I clearly saw some interference. Uh, Phoenix really had to cheat to win. You really had to cheat to win. What interference are you talking about? He I rushes mean, him. He's got the thing in his hand. Y'all fucking keep passing this gavel around like it's a fucking toy. All right, so if Phoenix used a gavel on Travis, who knocked Phoenix out? They was in a fight. What are you talking about? You bleed oh, in fights. Yeah, he bled. but then He got his ass beat. So he didn't have the strength to knock Phoenix out after getting knocked out himself. How do you know fucking Travis didn't just pass out from exhaustion? How often do we fucking see guys laying in the middle of the ring after a fucking New Japan match and they beat the shit out of each other? It takes fucking two fucking young boys each to drag them out of there. All right, granted. They fucking went toe-to-toe. Granted, we didn't see interference. We just saw them both laying out cold at the end, but we definitely heard somebody else laughing, and that was neither Phoenix nor Travis. All I know is there was a cameraman. Blame the cameraman for laughing. I don't know. Maybe he thought it was funny. Maybe 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 Feeney shit himself after fucking Trap beat his ass. I don't know. All I know is still your fucking champ should be fucking yeah. Trap. That's all I know. I mean, there was no this. That's DQ. That's DQ. But did we see him use the gavel, or did he just have it in his hand? How often Again. did we see? How often did we see Eddie Guerrero get people fucking DQ'd? For having fucking a fucking weapon in their hand, baby. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. I mean, it's a shame that cameraman, whoever it was, wasn't watching him the whole time. First off, he's, I heard he was fired yesterday. So. Oh, he's getting his P45. But we didn't see the gavel being used, so I don't think we can call it a DQ. And we didn't actually see Travis knock Phoenix out. But Phoenix is knocked out, so... This is a stalemate. I, I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't be the unbiased bastard in this thing. I can't because that makes my brand look bad. I can't do it. Yeah, it, I'm, it, I'm with you. I'll be unbiased. We can't say for definite if there was interference. We can't say for definite if Phoenix used the gavel. So I think the best thing to do is wait another week. We will review the footage and make a decision next week. <sighs> Fucking research, here we come And maybe Phoenix can tell us what happened Who knocked him out That's what, you know what, there we go About to play some good cop, bad cop We're getting some answers out of these motherfuckers Whether whether we like it or not Before you serve that motherfucker his fucking notice You better bring him back to my office, at office. Well, I guess Phoenix uh, You're summoned to court next week And bring the gavel, I might need it um, Somebody does So, for for another week at least Travis is still your world champion We'll take it. We'll find out for sure next week, though. So, uh, thank you for spending your Thursday with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. 
ASMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. That's right. We're getting fancy with Retro Rewind. TSK is full-blown taking over. Not, we're not one, not two, but we're three episodes deep. And the reality is, is well, fucking Vince is blocking me. He's cock-blocking the dog mess out of me. Um, I am honestly using video, but because that's how fucking, you know, YouTube works, people have done it before, I just have to rearrange it. So... Um, what I'm hoping for, and this is again, we're hoping for this for sure. Saturday, the same day as the Royal Rumble, you will get not one, but two episodes of Retro Rewind, episode 60 and episode 61. So November the 4th, 1996 and November the 11th, 1996 in video form, mind you. And there is a strong possibility that you could get all three which would include the Survivor Series from 1996, which we just recorded last night. All three could drop on oh, Saturday. On but Saturday. worst case scenario, expect that Survivor Series <laughs> one Monday. And then to sugar on top of it, if I haven't been working my ass off as it is, editing, doing Max, doing kicking it, doing the retro, we're going to review the Royal Rumble and Max Wrestling's TikTok and the TSK's host Mo. We'll be live on Twitch, Big Mo 2425, giving you live reactions to the Royal Rumble. So maybe maybe some of the cats in Max will join. Maybe some of the cats in the TSK will join. All I know is, is we're going to have some fun, and uh, we're going to drink some drinks. So with all that being said, call some people that you need to, Jack, because that's what needs to happen. Yeah, I'm going to need you to rip the CCTV footage from both title match. There we go. Do your lawyer shit. Lawyer right. shit is done. With that, with that said, join us next week for all the fallout from tonight. We will make a decision on the World Championship. And this Saturday's Royal Rumble, will the Great One grace us with his presence? You've been watching The Gap and Mo and DC. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. fucking figure this goddamn shit out, Trav. I ain't having this. This is the oh, 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 oh.